Hi, and welcome back to Backlist and Chill. I'm Ollie. I am from near Philadelphia. I'm Sina from Ohio. As anybody who has been following us along may know, but for those of you who are new, because this is going to be, you know, a new season, here at Backlist and Chill, we go through authors that we we liked when we were younger, or perhaps read a whole lot of books that were published probably 10 to 20 years ago mm-hmm. to start. And we'll go through the author's whole backlist. So some of them might become, you know, publishing out right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. And I think this is a really fun, <laughs> minus all the rage that happened last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really fun way to read an author. Like, I had a good time seeing the evolution for Annette Curtis Klaus, where we went from like, we love it, to what are we reading, to fuck this. Yeah. Now, season one, the author, all of those books were independent. They were all Mm -hmm. solo books, which kind of makes this next author pretty fun because there's a lot of not just development for her, but also for the characters and the world. Mm -hmm. And, And that will also be interesting to see. So that said, now that we've done our little lead up, who is going to be season two? Season two is going to be about Amelia Atwater Rhodes. So Amelia was unlike Annette, who was just starting to really write in the 1980s. Mm -hmm. As an adult, Amelia was born in 1984. Yeah. So this will also be an interesting perspective on what happens when someone who is much younger is writing books versus someone who I think grew up in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, that's actually a good point, because, like, when we first read uh, Silver Kiss, we found out that it was based on something that Klaus wrote when she was 15, that she signed it yes. sort of remind and re kind of reframed as an adult, whereas Amelia's stuff started coming out when she was very young. Yeah, where it's like, think of it when you're 14, put it out when you're 16. Right? Like, think about the stuff that you wrote when you were 14 or 15 or 16 and be like, mm, would I want everybody to read that? Mm, <laughs> right. I don't know. So yeah, that'll be interesting. And uh, our first author was a librarian. Mm-hmm. Our second author is now a teacher. And still writing, still publishing books, which is quite different from Klaus, who had a very long hiatus and then a very long hiatus after that, uh, from which she has not come back. Awada Rose's <laughs> last book was published, what, this year? Uh, well, we're in now 2019, so oh, yeah, this 2018. Is true. Last year. Yeah. It was an adult one in the fall at some point. Mm-hmm. So it's been, this year will mark three years since the young adult books kind of ended. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, that's a long career. Yeah, and a pretty consistent one, like, pretty steady output. Yep. That is 20 books over 20 years. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. That is a but... lot of books. <laughs> hey, we can do it. <laughs> Who knows how long it'll take, but we'll get through it eventually. Yes. Now, something that's good, though, about, like, the majority of those is that they are... Less than 250 pages for the most part. Yes, this is the thing that excites me most that... Okay, not excites me most because I am excited to go back to these books. I super, super love them. I am excited to go back to a book that I can, like, read an hour before we record. 
Right, like, I don't even read that fast, but I'm pretty sure I could be like, I'm gonna read half of it on Saturday and half of it on Sunday, and then grab my booze and sit down and talk. I think it's actually gonna kind of be a challenge, because I feel like I'm gonna have to fight the impulse to just keep reading. But yeah, no, they're very short. They're very readable. A lot of them had won awards, actually, for being, like, ALA quick picks and things like that. Oh, okay. Or for reluctant readers. Mm-hmm. Because they're just, they're just very, like, hmm, I'll just read this book and be done with it. Like, even a reluctant reader might take only, like, a week to get through it mm-hmm. if they're like, oh, I'm very slow at this. And then, oh, look, the exciting part. Picking up the pace here. Yeah. Uh, I think that with our last author, maybe two of them were, like, quick picks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her first book came out in 1999. Ollie, when when did you read it? Did you read it the year it was released? And like, how old were you? Uh, I read that one in 2000. Both the first and the second one were out at the time. I actually had not heard of it in the beginning until my mom. So I was writing at the time. I think I was 17. Mm-hmm. And when I was 16, I wrote. I wrote vampire books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As and, we all did. And my mother, piece of trash that she is, was like kind of mean to me about things where she was just like, oh, well, there's already someone out there who's writing vampire books and she's younger than you. Oh my God. <laughs> right? So I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I haven't heard about this. Jesus. And so my friends and I we were like, oh, the two two that were hanging out and doing writing stuff with me, we found the books and like we read them and then it was just like, oh, she lives nearby. Why don't we see if we can hang? <laughs> wow. So yeah, I was like 17 and uh, I read the first and the second one like right after each other. Damn. Okay. What's your story? Uh, so I was 11 when the first book came out. Uh, I found it. I couldn't have been much older than that when I found it. Maybe 12. Uh, and I was stunned to find out that the author was also very young. Yeah, she was 13 when she 13 when one. she wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's funny that you mentioned the thing that your mom said, because I had that sort of inner thing where I'm like, oh my God, there's somebody who wrote this when they were around my age and they're already published and they're writing the exact <laughs> sort of thing that I want to write. And I had like an 11 year old existential crisis where oh, I was like, I'm a failure. A lot of people went through that. <laughs> right? Like, I'm a failure. I haven't written Right? And, like, it, this happened again when, like, Christopher Paolini came mm-hmm, out, and people mm-hmm. were like, this fucking kid's writing the new Toll game, and he's, like, 17. Right? What the fuck have I done? Like, what have I done? And Video I, games. I can't imagine if my mother said that to me. I'd be like, you're right, I'm a failure. I'm 11, and I'm not published. <laughs> right? Nah, my mom was a piece of trash. Yeah, she's <laughs> a, she, that's a shitty thing to say to your kid. Um, right? But yeah, I read it. I loved it. It was exactly the sort of thing. If I wasn't already writing, it was the sort of thing that just became my obsession uh, from there on. It's interesting. Several now published authors do credit her as well. I found Mm -hmm. these books and I saw that there was someone my age or a little younger or Mm -hmm. a little older. And I thought, well, gosh. Maybe I don't have to be an old white dude yeah, <laughs> to write books. I mean, and it's it's like the perfect sort of thing because when you're that age and you read about like romanticized vampires who angst and then the second book is about a, oh, such angst. a teenage writer 
in in high school and she's also published and and she gets talked to by a person that she's writing about where you're just like this world this is exactly the world that i want to live in so it's it's very supremely romanticized it is extremely relevant to preteen interests yes yep and these are vampires back in the Anne Rice days. This is pre-Twilight. I feel like that's an important thing to establish. Absolutely. So Interview had come out in like the late 70s, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that was long out there. This was post like Poppy Zebrite. And right around the same time period, like slightly after L.J. Smith was publishing the Nightworld series, is it? Yeah, the Nightworld series is the early 90s. Okay, yeah. So it's it's shortly after that. <laughs> like, the world was poised for teenagers being like, what can we read about vampires that isn't just Anne Rice? Mm-hmm. So that was, like, that was 99, and then the next year there was another one that came out, the one you said where the protagonist is, uh, is a writer herself, and that was uh, Demon in My View, mm-hmm. and that brings us to the year 2000. And like I said, I read both of those uh, all together. Did you, was the second one out when you read the first one? I don't remember. I I don't think so, but I know that I bought Demon in My View not long after it was released. And from then on, I was like a release day girl. I was there getting the next <laughs> book the minute it was out. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then 2001. So all, all of these books uh, were like one year right after the other, with yeah. the exception of like 2009. Mm-hmm. So then we had uh, Shattered Mirror. Again, I read that one when it came out. Uh, Midnight Predator the next year. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of, those are the four books that I think really the core audience mm-hmm. got in on. Yeah. Because there was like a lot of fandom stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to disclose that I very, I very much knew Amelia at this time. And... Like, we chatted a little bit about, do we really want to do these books? We've been so involved in, like, you know, either her life or the fandom and things like that. And, like, I feel like it's been a, a distance enough. But, like, we were we were close friends. We did date for a little while. And so that's my disclosure on that. Mm-hmm. So I read a lot of these books as, like, her friend in her writing group or as, like, her partner. Mm-hmm. And... So a lot of them I read before they were out and may have, like, helped a little bit with. But I'm going to try to keep a distance from that because it's been forever. (laughs) And I I probably don't remember everything. I feel like it's also relevant to mention that these books have a lot of history for you. They also have a lot of history for us. Like, this is how we met. Correct. Correct. We met through these forums. We met through the like sort of fandom for these books although it was a different level of fandom for you than it was for me right because like you were a fan and i was like oh this is my friend and her book oh hang out here you know look writers hmm read my stuff i read your stuff (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember if like midnight predator was out when we met or shattered mirror or what i don't know there's this weird Timeline where it's like it's either Shattered Mirror or Midnight Predator or moving on to to Hawk Song, which began a five book series. Like the first four were like their own kind of thing, um, but like somewhere in there, that's when you and me met. It is. It is. Can I tell you? I remember a specific exchange that I had with you. No way. On the forum. Yeah, it's the only one Was that I, I remember. Was I an asshole? Because I'm no. an asshole. No, 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 no. So here's the fun thing. It's a stupid, stupid exchange. It's But I remember it. We were doing 
a soundtrack thread post songs that you think go with these characters. <laughs> and I said in my 13-year-old glory that I thought that the song Shameless fit Aubrey very well. And you were like, yeah, I like that song. It's a good pick. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. But I remember it. I specifically remember Aww. that it was you and I don't know why. That's so adorable. It's just like, <laughs> why did that stand out? I, I do like Shameless. It's yep. a good song. <laughs> uh, at least we're on brand. Just be like, I like this song. I choose this for this character. And I'm like, cool song, friend. Let's be friends for like 20 years. So right. Cool song, nerd. Way to waste it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, there's there's a lot of history in the absolute meta perspective beyond the backlist of this author. Right? And I feel like there's probably not an author or a world that we know better. Correct. Like, collectively. This is just super yeah. familiar for both of us. Like, sometimes I feel uh, like such... I've got, like, a weird spot in the fandom, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I have read almost all of them. <laughs> and I've like ever been a beta reader for any of them or like I did like some sensitivity reading on the adult stuff and like are are you a fan are you not a fan Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) like I hung out in the fandom that's how I met Lois she's she's my she's one of my best best friends for like ever Mm -hmm, I'm like that's mm -hmm. how I met you you're one of my best best friends forever (laughs) like where does this happen Unless I'm a fan. Right. And I know right. too much shit. Like, I just remember the shit. And I'm like, why do I remember the shit? There's literally no reason. I can't remember my own canon. Why can't I remember <laughs> this? Oh, man. I've just got such weird feels with it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Fun to go through those, yeah? Yes. And, you know, gonna like I said, gonna try to just kind of, like, keep the perspective of, like, let's read this and see how it goes. And, like... I know we're gonna be like, eh, it's fine, she was a kid at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, from last last season here at Backlist and Chill mm-hmm. versus this season, I'm really thinking we're not gonna run into anything that makes us as fucking rage-induced. Yeah, I don't- I feel like I remember enough that right? that seems unlikely, except for a specific thing that is more recent. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, like, there's definitely some stuff that, like, I'm aware of and, like, you and I have chatted about with certain books, particularly the newer ones. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's some stuff, too, that is, like, well, that's a a matter of, like, a product of the time or the privilege or the growing, etc. Where it's, like, oh, I don't know, this is a really fascinating case study. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Because of knowing things and having been around in the fandom versus, like, Mm -hmm. Annette Curtis Klaus, where it was just, here's a book. Right? And something else that Amelia's stuff, or, or at least for me, was very much packaged with the website, the fan site, mm-hmm. where you could go and read, like, drafts of stuff and yeah. get previews of stuff that was coming out. And there's a lot of trivia. Yeah, there were little forum sections that were like, hey, want to ask a character a thing? And people would just be like, what kind of snacks would you eat, character? <laughs> <laughs> you little nerds. <laughs> So there's just a lot of supplemental stuff that I was just fucking immersed in as I was growing up. And it's just, it just fucking soaked in, I guess. I don't know. Right? I can name all 50 states 
in 10 seconds and these fucking worlds. <laughs> but I can't do other shit. What the fuck? <laughs> it is, it's just there. It's just soaked in your brain meats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's also like, I'm very curious to go back and read like In the Forest of the Night and Demon in My View and Shattered mm-hmm. Mirror. Stuff that I read when I was formulating myself as a person. Mm-hmm. I guess. And you reread those ones a lot too. You've I me. did. I read them a shit ton because they're very short and they're very easy to read. And I'm just super curious to find out, like, hey, uh, what, what parts of me did I fucking pull from <laughs> Demon in my view? Huh? Right? It's very interesting, and I'm very intrigued to see how it all goes. Mm-hmm. The other part, so you mentioned, like, all the little trivia bits on the forum and whatnot, mm-hmm. where it will be interesting to see if you go, well, wait, no, I know blah thing. Wasn't <laughs> that? Where, where was that? And then to be like, wow, that wasn't in the book. But that was, like, formative of this character or scene or book or whatever. And to see, like, from this distant perspective, what's missing? What never made it into the books and you only could get as a fan on the sites? I'm very curious. There's a lot of ties between the early Den stuff and the Keisha Ra. And, like, you go through, like, the first four books of the den stuff not knowing that like shapeshifters exist but right then, oh, audience the first four books are called the den of shadows yes they're they're about vampires the second five books are, and witches oh and witches you're right you're right uh and then the second five books are about shapeshifters and that's sort of their introduction but like retroactively all of these things exist in the same world so like am i gonna read shattered mirror and be like oh shit they're talking about like this thing that's probably a shapeshifter that i never realized right, that before right well like in uh in the fourth one like the uh, the main love interest is oh, fuck. Like, he is a shapeshifter is formerly a shapeshifter that's slash right still is a shapeshifter question i think mark? he's still a shapeshifter yeah because well, but... he's like a vampire who can turn into a jaguar and his name is jaguar <laughs> <laughs> but her vampires were weird because they could just shapeshift anyway so right but there were different types of vampires and this is just like oh man it's gonna be a thing <laughs> oh my god yeah let's fucking chart the different branches of witches and vampires and right shapeshifters And I know that you and I recently, like maybe only like, what, two years ago? One Mm -hmm. year ago? No, Mm -hmm. it had to be two years ago at this point. Uh, We did a super brilliant uh, Play YA was the thing over the back of a previous podcast Uh where we would take young adult books that we had, at least someone had read, and uh, one of us would turn it into an RPG, and then we would play through it. And so, like... We I GM'd for us and put you and our friend Robin through Midnight Predator. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a trip. That was. That was a... Yeah, that went So, well. like, I've got a new weird perspective on that book. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, we just know these... Well, these are... They're short books, but collectively... There's a lot. That's 17 books worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first four books, as we mentioned, from like 99 to 2002, we had the Den of Shadows series in the Forest of the Night, Demon in My View, Shattered Mirror, Midnight Predator. Mm -hmm. Then we moved on to the Kishara, which was from 2003 until 2007. We had Hawk Song, Snake Charm, Falcon Dance, Wolf Cry, and Wyvern Hail. Uh, And then we went back to the Den of Shadows starting in 2010. You have Token of Darkness. Uh, 2008, just... actually. Oh, shit. You're right. The, oh, fuck. I skipped that list. in my mind and on the list. Uh, That's the one I haven't read. 
yeah, you know what? You're going to read it, but you weren't missing anything. But as a person who has dissociative identity disorder. Oh, shit. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 2008, Persistence of Memory. We skip 2009. 2010, we get Token of Darkness. 11, I'll Just Glass. Poison Tree in 2012. And Promises to Keep in 2013. And that completed the third series. So there was the original Den of Shadows, then there was the Kieshira, then there was the new Den of Shadows. When we read these, I know we had discussed and I'd like to decide now, mm-hmm. did we want to, so with Math Lesson Chill, we do the the whole like in order kind of thing of when they were published. Mm-hmm. But, 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 uh, book three of the new Den of Shadows is All Just Glass, which is a direct sequel like the day after sequel spoilers we won't talk about yet uh happen at the end of this book and then ramifications happen and make this this sequel uh to shattered mirror from 2001 so it goes from 2001 to 2011 (laughs) did we want to go uh from 2001 to 2011 and then back down to 2002 or did we want to just go and and get there Oh my god, this this fucking bibliography is such a tangled web of continuity, because you can read these in so many different ways to follow <laughs> characters or timelines or... Right, because we discussed, like, maybe we should read it in, like, canon order of when the books happened and start with the shapeshifters, and, but then what happens here? What happens then? I think Shattered Mirror to All Just Glass would be a good hop, uh, because A... As you said, they are back to back. And B, that'll be kind of a fun look at a 10 year difference in writing. So we can kind of get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I think that'll be the biggest apparent jump Mm -hmm. for us, as opposed to the slow progress over the years that we're going to see otherwise. Mm -hmm. All right. So then we'll go in, uh, we'll go in basically order, except for the sequels, of which there's only one. Yes. All right. That brings us to her fourth and final young adult series, which ran from 2014 to 2016, and that was the Mavra Trilogy, which is ostensibly a sequel to the Kieshara, except it takes place thousands of years later, or hundreds of years later. And it's depressing. We're gonna have some words there. Not you and I. Not you and I. (laughs) You and I. Uh, Which ones were those? Uh, Blood Witch, Blood Kin, and Blood Traitor. All right, and that is going to be, those are the 17 books we're going to read. 17 books. <laughs> See you in three years. <laughs> Why are we doing this ourselves? <laughs> anyway, those are the 17 books by Amelia Atwater Rhodes that we are going to do for Backlist and Chill. We're going to talk about these and drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are three other books that uh, we have not read that mm-hmm. are adult. Mm-hmm. That we will very likely, but we ch- we reserve the right to decide not to. <laughs> um, Seventeen books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an adult uh, trilogy called Manser, and uh, there's three of those books, and they're the most recent works that have come out. And I have read like the first ninety pages of the second one, I think, because of having done some work on it so like i'm curious to see you know like hey did the author take some advice here um i'm always curious that when i do sensitivity reads for people mm-hmm. to be like what's changed did i help <laughs> did i make it worse 
So like that, that will be interesting. But also knowing like what I worked on to be like, what was coming out from the first one? You know, where where was this coming from? Where did Context. we go? I didn't do the whole, exactly. It's like, I didn't do the whole book. I just did like a chunk of it. Yeah. So what are you, uh, so last time we chatted about like what we were excited for with season one and what we were not excited for. Uh, so what you excited for? Anyone in particular? I'm excited for the first one. It's been the longest. It seems like the one with the most potential to be over the top and lousy. And I'm <laughs> very curious. Do you, like you said, we all know what we were writing at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I know I am, I'm most looking forward to rereading the first book in the Shapeshifter series, Hawk Song, because that one's always stood out to me as um, her best story Mm -hmm. it tends to be the one that people will point to as like oh i read these and i started with this one Mm -hmm. Uh, so i'm really looking forward to see how that one is aged as Mm -hmm. i don't remember the last time i read it i think i maybe read it twice and i'm also interested to read the fourth book about the wolf cry because of spoilers Mm -hmm. and to see how that goes yeah i think those are the ones that i'm most interested in revisiting from a rereading them again for the first time kind of way because those mm-hmm. were all one and done's for me never went back to them kind of thing yep what are you least excited about i remember the new den of shadows being a little bit of a slog so fun yeah definitely most of these i've only read once mm-hmm. and the new den uh, like I just don't really remember much. I remember basically like, oh, this is the that book. This is the that book. So that will mm-hmm. be at least interesting. I guess I'm most nervous about reading the one that involves um, a character having what may or may not be dissociative identity disorder. I think it's maybe labeled as schizophrenia. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm nervous about that one because like I said, I haven't I think I tried reading like the first chapter or two at one point in a Barnes and Noble and then had to like considering picking it up and then deciding not to at that time because I didn't really have a lot of money. Yeah. And I know I've got some strong opinions on that that final trilogy. Oh, yeah. I mean, we both do, but that's why I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm anxious about it because, mm-hmm. like, it's again, it's us ending on what, what we, at least we know, there's problems in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, is it going to be more problematic the second time around? And when we can, like, talk to each other and after having probably good experiences in in a bunch of the other books Mm -hmm. and then end on that note again. And it's like, please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So so that's why I'm a little, like, not excited on that part. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So once we're done with this enormous backlist, uh... We'll see how we are doing in like two years and (laughs) announce another author privately to patrons on that tier. And uh, since this author does have adult books, we will again consider doing those for patrons only. Like those will not go public because their adult is not what Backlist and Chill is for. It's for young adult. Mm -hmm. So... Thank you yeah. for joining us. You can find Backlist and Chill over on Twitter at Backlist Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Backlist and Chill. You can find me on Twitter at Olivia Hennis, H-E-N-N-I-S. 
and me on Twitter at endless underscore run. Welcome to the second season of Backlist and Chill. Bye. Bye.